Do the Lions have a chance on Sunday against the Packers? They do. Let's talk about it on a Friday. Locked on Lions. You are locked on Lions. Your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It's a Friday edition, everybody. Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you. What is happening, everybody? Friday, November 4th into Saturday, November 5th. Coming up Sunday, indeed. They hate it. Green Bay Packers come to town uh, to Ford Field. Back-to-back home games for the Lions. Trying to get one here and end their five-game losing streak. But, oh, by the way, the Packers stink. They've lost four in a row. And are now three and five. This is an intriguing game for sure. Matt Derry with you. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day here on Locked on Lions. Today's podcast and edition of Locked on Lions is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. You can follow us on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D E R Y Speaks, at Locked on Lions. The Matt Derry Facebook fan page, and we are on YouTube each and every day. The Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Thank you for watching, and uh, your comments keep pouring in. We appreciate it. It's not been an easy week. It's been a tough week. Uh, Aubrey Pleasant fired. TJ Hawkinson traded. Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell basically, I'm not saying brushing it off, but they're like, oh, yeah, we could be better without him. Uh, you know, I even saw something the other day that Brad Holmes said, Hmm. I made some comment like, uh, we think, you know, we, our offense is really good. And he, we think he was a part of it. Like, <laughs> geez, but regardless, let's, let's try to think of some ways that on Sunday, this can happen because at the start of the year, when we're going through the schedule and everybody does it and look, I'll be the first to tell you, I thought this schedule was going to be cake this season. And that was one of the reasons why I thought the Lions were going to win more football games and maybe be a six, seven win team and build off a last year's start, which was, you know, mostly losing three, 13 to one, but you saw some things at the end of the year that you were excited about to build upon and then hard knocks in the fall and camp or not the fall, the summer and camp and everything. And it's just been a disaster now to the point where the team, obviously, like I said, is sitting at one and six, but you looked at the schedule and went, Oh my God, the two New York teams, they stink. The Commanders, they're no good. You're playing the AFC East, the bottom of that division isn't that good. You're playing the NFC East, the bottom of that division. Like I mentioned with Washington and the Giants, not that good. You get Jacksonville, you get Carolina. This shouldn't be too bad. The Bears are bad, all these things. But nobody thought at the start of the year that the Lions would beat Green Bay, whether it was at Lambeau later in the year or whether it was you know, November uh, 6th at Ford Field based upon Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay always every year go for it they're a very very good regular season team they've won this division it seems like every year uh you know this you know for the past 10 or whatever it is and I don't know the numbers in front of me but numbers I do have in front of me that actually sway you and skew you a little bit to think the Lions have a chance to knock off the Packers on Sunday is what Green Bay is not doing right now the Green Bay Packers on offense are abysmal. Uh, without Randall Cobb, without Alan Lazard, who might end up playing on Sunday. 
Green Bay is 26th in the league in points per game. The Packers, Rodgers, Aaron Jones, the tight ends, Dylan. You know, remember, remember in the summer, everybody was talking about Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson and, you know, all these things. And, and, and some of the old linemen, including Jenkins and such, are pretty good players. And they're going to get Bakhtiari back. Oh, Bakhtiari. Blah, 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 blah. Right? They're 26th in the NFL in scoring. Green Bay Packers only average 18 points per game. They're 22nd in passing offense. This is with, arguably, some people think the best quarterback in the game. They're 22nd in third down offense. Um, and actually are tied with the Lions. Red zone efficiency. The Detroit Lions are third in the league in red zone efficiency. The Packers are 13th. So to disrupt Aaron Rodgers and to get Aaron Rodgers out of rhythm has not been that difficult this year. Now, again, some of you may say, well, I watched the Packers on Sunday night. They suck. Well, hold on a second. The Packers were playing in Buffalo. All right. They lost Christian Watson uh, uh, early in that game. Um, you know, it was basically a, a, a they didn't have a Lazard. So it was like Amari Rogers and Romeo Dobbs and um, the kid whose name escapes me, the weird name. Uh, um, it, 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 it just, it wasn't going to happen. And, you know, Rogers had a couple of tip balls that were picked off and Buffalo's really good. All right, to win at, you know, Ralph Wilson Stadium or Rich Stadium, whatever they call it, uh, is not going to be easy to do, nor is it going to be <laughs> any kind of uh, reality on a Sunday night with Bills Mafia going crazy. Buffalo is an elite team. All right, Kansas City is an elite team. Philly is an elite team. There's not many of them at the top of this league. Green Bay at 3-5, and five, and as you heard yesterday, Peter Bukowski from Lockdown Packers, go back and, and watch or listen to our crossover yesterday peter even said it i mean this is not a great football team and it's probably not a team uh that's going anywhere this year at three and five currently but they still have a lot of talent and they still have number 12 but those numbers are alarming for a packer offense that has for years whether it was matt lafleur even before him but always found a way to click always found a way to make plays had that mix of run and pass. I mean, Aaron Jones has been to Pro Bowls. A.J. Dillon is a, is a, is a horse back there. Uh, but the Lions defense, which has not played well, and we've talked about it ad nauseum, and I'll bring up another stat in a second about the pass rush and everything else, but this is a Lions defense that can't stop anybody. I mean, last week, Tua Tungavailoa had the highest PFF grade of the season for a quarterback, 96.8. He lit the Lions up. Two is a good football player, but he's not elite yet. He's not great. So this week, the Lions have made the change with Aubrey Pleasant, obviously. And Aaron Glenn said on Thursday, he's going to have more of a say in what goes on in that secondary room as he was a former cornerback in the NFL. And he's going to have his hands more in what the secondary is doing as some of the assistant coaches, the assistants to the assistant traveling secretary move up to run the secondary for now. Um, but it's not like they're facing a buzzsaw offense right now. And so if the Lions can just get some pressure on Rodgers, 
all right, and disrupt him. And the crowd gets into it. The crowds have been in- incredible at Ford Field. This is a sorry organization. I'm sorry to say it. The Lions are bad. They've not done anything to earn other than hype you up on hard knocks and have a fun coach. And they're likable guys. It's a likable group of guys. But my goodness, you guys packed that stadium and it's loud. That's a credit to the fans. And Sunday will get rowdy because it's the Packers. But there is a position group that's been a big disappointment, but I think can step up and have a decent game on Sunday and help them win. I'll tell you about that um, coming up next. But first, I want to tell you about our friends at Prediction Strike. We've talked about Prediction Strike a little bit. If you invested in players, okay, it's fun to do. It's almost like stocks. So, Lockdown Lions today brought to you by Prediction Strike, the world's first sports stock market. You can now invest in professional athletes. Like I said, just like stocks, it's a lower risk alternative to sports betting and athlete prices move based on performance and supply and demand. If you invested in Jalen Hurts a year ago, you'd be up 48%. You invested in Kyle Pitts. I've got him on my fantasy team from the Falcons. He's down 44%. Tons of other options for you to look at. All right. Get on this app. It's a lot of fun, and it's a little bit different than what you're used to doing in terms of sports wagering or anything else or, or, or betting. It's fun, all right? And it's it's investing. 2.5% trade fees, lowest in real money sports. And you can invest in four sports, not just the NFL, but UFC, your favorite, uh, favorite fighter, NBA, and MLB. Everyone knows you should be investing. But why not invest in what you actually know? Because we're all football fanatics, right? Download the Prediction Strike app and use code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, for a free share when you sign up and make a first deposit of $20 or more. That's promo code LOCKED for a special one-time giveaway. Prediction Strike will choose one person who signs up with code LOCKED and makes a deposit to win 100 free random shares. That can be worth up to three grand if you get lucky and receive Josh Allen shares. Invest what you know on Prediction Strike, the stock market for sports. And hey, can we pause the pod for a second? All right, we're paused. Great, because you got to try this. I'm talking about Built Bar's new reimagined flavors, cookie dough topper, coconut brownie bar, oh my God, my favorite, and coconut brownie topper, white chocolate peppermint granola. It's Built's take on the granola bar, so it's more filling and still insanely tasty. And candy cane brownie puff. Built's puffs are a uh, built puffs are unreal, like biting into the universe's most delicious cloud. The marshmallowy taste, it's amazing. First off, for anyone who hasn't tried a built bar yet, what you're missing out. They're literally the best tasting protein bars ever. I have them every day, had them every day for years. They're good for you and they taste good. They're revolutionizing nutrition as we know it. 100% real chocolate, 17 grams of protein, and shockingly low sugar and calories, and only only 130 calories. Magical, wonderful time afterwards. You're probably wondering which new flavor is my favorite. Get the mix box. All right, it's amazing. Built, you got to try this. Get 15% off your order right now by using the code LOCKEDON15 at built.com. All right, Matt Derry back with you on this, a Friday edition of Locked on Lions, Lions and Packers coming up on Sunday. I mentioned this before. Detroit's coming in at one and six and 
you know, it's funny. Yesterday I, I, on the prediction portion of our crossover, I said to Peter Bukowski, there's no way the Lions are going to win. I just don't see it. And he said he thinks the Lions can win. He wasn't making that prediction, but said if it's close, Green Bay just can't close games. They've been horrible in the fourth quarter, and they've been really bad coming out of the locker room. And I said, wait a minute. That sounds like the Lions. Um, a huge key on Sunday is going to be Detroit's adjustments at halftime, regardless of if they're winning or losing. And they've gone in halftime locker rooms winning. You know, the Minnesota game, the Miami game, all of these games, a lot of these games. And they've been outcoached in the second half. And so what I want to see in the third quarter is this football team coming out, making some adjustments, whatever didn't go well in the first half or whatever went well in the first half to continue to do that. And I'm calling out the coaches, man. Yes, there's a lot, not a lot of talent on this team. Yes, they're still trending upwards and building, as Brad Holmes said on Wednesday. When you still build, that means you're going to be putting players on the field that you're not sure about, and some you're going to keep, and some you're probably going to get rid of. All right? They're playing younger players. Michael Brockers has been a healthy scratch the last two weeks. He hasn't even played. He's making $8 million a year. He's one of your captains. So they're playing younger guys to see what they have, like Isaiah Bugs and, and, and others, uh, Kaminsky along the D-line. But that defensive line has got to do something this week. Because even if Aaron Rodgers doesn't have Lazard, and he might play, and even if it's a young receiving core with Dobbs and Rodgers and uh, uh, Watson, all right, there's got to be pressure put on Aaron Rodgers, and that gets the crowd revved up. The Lions right now, according to Pro Football Focus, have the 27th best pass rush in the NFL out of 32 teams. We talked all offseason about how the Lions had to improve that position. And what did they do? They re-signed Charles Harris. They drafted Josh Paschal. They drafted Aiden Hutchinson. All right. They added some other movers along that defensive line. They told us Aleem McNeil in year two was going to be improved. The Lions' defensive line has six and a half sacks. At defensive line men. All right. That doesn't include Malcolm Rodriguez coming in on a blitz or Deshaun Elliott coming in on a blitz. The Lions are 31st in the NFL in sacks. They have 11 on the year, second worst in the league. So 27th in pass rush, according to PFF. 31st in the league in sacks. And pass rush win rate, meaning when did you win? When did a player get around an offensive lineman or a running back or a tight end and get his mitts on a quarterback? Win. Get a win. They're last. They're 32nd in the league at 30%. This isn't all on Aiden Hutchinson. I don't think that would be fair to say. But he has to be better. Charles Harris has to get healthy. He practiced a little bit earlier in the week, the groin injury. Hopefully, uh, uh, later on this afternoon, we'll have an idea if he can play. He hasn't been healthy. Josh Paschal was pretty good in his first game. Pretty invisible in the second game. But they've got to get pressure on Aaron Rodgers and make things uncomfortable for him. Because if he melts down, which he's been doing, and gets on his teammates, and this guy dropped a pass, and I'm unhappy, and you know hand signals and hand gesturing, you know how Rodgers gets when he gets whiny. And that crowd builds, that's going to help. This is not SOP on Sunday. This is not the same old Packers.
And if Devondre Campbell, their best linebacker, is out and he's mispracticed the first couple of uh, days here, that's huge for the Lions and their offense. Campbell's a stud. Quay Walker, uh, the rookie, who's not played very well, would have to kind of call the signals. You're asking a rookie to have the green dot in his helmet? Huge advantage for Detroit. I'm not one to sit here and go, oh, it's a lock. The Packers win. I, I do think there's some paths to the Lions winning this game on Sunday. They're at home. Let's see it. And by the way, Jamal Williams um, is going up against his former team. You know he's going to be hungry to, to try to beat Green Bay. And there's no real hard feelings or anything. And they let him walk and he signed with the Lions. You know he's going to want to show out. And oh, by the way, the Packers run defense. Uh, if I got this right in my notes. Packers run defense is 29th in the league. Fourth worst in the league in run defense. They are giving up 141 yards per game. The Lions are giving up 155. They're 30th. Both these teams are probably going to be able to run the football. But the Lions should be able to run. And you know what that will do? That'll keep 12 off the field. So These are just some, some paths I see as a way for the Lions to win. I didn't want to be doom and gloom all day here on a Friday and bum Lion fans out. They're going to win. They're not going 1-16, are they? There's no way. They got they can win this game. All right. I have a player that I think is going to play a role this weekend. And I'm a little bit my head's it's a little bit head scratching as to why he hasn't been out on the field uh more. And we will uh discuss that um coming up next. First, we want to tell you about our friends. At LinkedIn Jobs, these days, now a new potential hires can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. It's tough. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and free. I have posted jobs on LinkedIn before, and I've used this uh, promo code and the, and the code locked on, um, locked on NFL, and it's great. All right? It's easy. You add your job on LinkedIn and the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire, and they provide that for you. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs help you find the quality candidates you want to talk to faster Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, so this Sunday, the Honolulu Blue and Silver will be bringing in, as I mentioned, the Green Bay Packers. And uh, Jerry Jacobs should be playing more. Now, a lot of... A lot of you are going to go, all right, he's a cornerback and everything else. And he's coming off of a torn ACL from last year. And he was on the pup list to start the season. I get that. Um, but I think Jerry Jacobs has a chance to help this secondary. And Aaron Glenn said on Thursday, he's going to play more. 
they're going to give him some more time, Aaron Glenn said. Now, for you conspiracy tank theorists that think the Lions are tanking, uh, Jerry Jacobs has played one snap in the first two weeks since he's come back from the torn ACL. A.J. Parker's played more. Uh, Will Harris has played more. Um, Bobby Price a couple of weeks ago. All these guys have played more than Jerry Jacobs. That doesn't make any sense. Jerry Jacobs was good last year. He was a, he competed. He was a really nice addition as an undrafted free agent. Whether you want to rip on Brad Holmes for his drafts or free agent signings or whatever it is, you got to give Brad the nod that he found this kid uh, out of nowhere. You know, undrafted out of Arkansas State and then Arkansas his last year. He's only 5'11". He's only 203 pounds. He doesn't look that big. Let's put him on the field. A.J. Parker's been a little bit banged up, but last week he got torched by Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Jerry Jacobs competes. And again, the conspiracy theorists will say, well, how come he hasn't played? Well, they're easing him in. They're easing him in. He's playing on special teams. Well, you know what? With Aaron Rodgers this week, it's time to give number 39 more of an opportunity. And I think he can help. Amani Oruwarie has had a horrible year. I know that he's bigger than Jacobs and more of an outside corner, but you know what? At this point, they're not facing Devontae Adams this Sunday. They're not facing Jordy Nelson this Sunday. This is a young group of Packer receivers. Jerry Jacobs should be playing more, and I want to watch his snap count on Sunday and see how many more snaps he gets as a cornerback opposite of Okuda, who's been tremendous, but maybe he'll help. You know, all these breakdowns, the firing of the secondary coach, all of these things. Go watch, uh, uh, I think it's Darius Butler, formerly of the Colts. He was on the Pat McAfee show the other day. Go watch his breakdown on film of just how the miscommunication and how poor the Lions secondary has been and how the Dolphins just ran Hill and Waddle in motion and confused the Lions secondary on, on all those plays. Well, maybe a guy like Jerry Jacobs would pick some of that stuff up and not allow the breakdowns to happen. So watch for Jacobs coming up uh, this weekend. All right, thanks for making us your first listen here on a Friday edition of a Locked on Lions. Lions and Packers, Sunday at Ford Field. If you're going to the game, enjoy, have fun. We'll talk to you again later.